0: Hello, today I want to talk to you about a subject called Trials and Temptations. But before we get started, I wanted to speak to you freely. I wanted to tell you that for the last two years, God has been speaking to me and dealing with me in the form of dreams, revealing things that have been unfolding right before my very eyes. I've seen things that were going to come, but I didn't know exactly what they were, just very strong warnings. And because I didn't know the exact details, I didn't say anything. But now, I realize that He has been speaking to me about the future. So with all that said today, I have decided to talk to you about some things that I feel that God has pressed upon me heavily. So anyone who has ears to hear, listen. Now, let's get into this. Matthew Chapter 3, verse 13 says, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? But Jesus said, It should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. After his baptism, Jesus came out of the water and the heavens were open. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly beloved Son who brings me great joy. Chapter 4 goes on to say, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil for forty days and forty nights he fasted and he became very hungry during that time the devil came and he said to him if you are the son of god tell these stones to become loaves of bread but jesus said to him no The scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city of Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple. And he said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, he will order his angels to protect you. And they will hold you in their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot against stone." But Jesus responded, the scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms and all of their beautiful glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scripture says you must not, you must worship the Lord God and serve Him only. Then the devil went away, and then the angels came and took care of Jesus. Please note in this verse of scripture: the first thing that happened to Jesus when he was baptized is that God gave his approval of Jesus. But right after that approval followed a trial. Isn't it interesting that God approved Jesus? But then he was led by the Holy Spirit to the wilderness. (laughs) In this place, Yeshua, which is Jesus' Hebrew name, in the wilderness, he suffered. He fasted. Fasting is a form of self-denial dedicated to God as an offering. It's a form of self-suffering in honor to God. Notice that not only did Yeshua suffer while he was offering up this sacrifice to God, he was also being tempted. Now, I don't know about many of you, but I have been in a suffering situation. I know about the pains of suffering almost all too well, it feels. Suffering by itself is already very difficult. But then to be tempted on top of suffering, huh? You know, that can just feel unfair. You know, and I know about unfairness too. You know, during my life, during times of suffering, and I've also endured temptation. And let me tell you, it can feel as though it's too much to to handle. You know, there have been times when all I could do was cry and ask God for help. Even now as I am speaking, I am enduring some form of suffering. But I know that I am not alone, as we can see our Savior, Yeshua, suffered and he was tempted. But there is good news. Satan, who was allowed to tempt our beloved Yeshua, as we can see, he eventually left him. Note that the reason Satan withdrew was because Jesus had resisted. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, well, he's Jesus. He has the power to resist. Well, I want you to think about this. Jesus was first baptized before this trial. It was then that the Holy Spirit of God came upon him. The Holy Spirit was living in Yeshua, giving him the power to resist Satan, equipping him for this wilderness experience. I have a question for you. Have you been baptized? You know, many have overlooked the power of this truth, but If you want the power to resist Satan, you are going to need the power of the Spirit of God to be upon you. This truth is hard for many to accept. Many believers have not been baptized. They've only said the prayer of salvation. But I want you to listen to this. In Luke chapter 7 verse 30 it says, But the Pharisees and the experts of religious laws rejected God's plan for them for they had refused John's baptism. Isn't it interesting that Yeshua accepted being baptized by John, but these men who had knowledge of the religious law refused it? You know, the Pharisees, they were not regular men. These men had knowledge of God's laws. They knew what the Word of God said, but in their hearts, they rejected all of those words. You know, in many of my podcasts, I talk about motives. Why do you believe in God? I'm sure that the Pharisees thought that they were right. They knew God's word, but they did not have a close relationship with God. You know, the definition of a relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people connect. You see, simply having knowledge of the Bible's doesn't mean that you are connected to god a connection is means that you're talking to him it means a relationship an honest relationship honest communication and luke chapter 5 verse 22 it says jesus knew what they were thinking and he asked why are you thinking these things in your heart you see god already knows what you're thinking and he knows what you're feeling. There have been times in my life where I felt that I was losing faith and I told God all about it. I was honest. I was truthful with him. And in the end, I asked him, help my unbelief. You know, here's the truth. There are going to be times of trials and temptations. As we can see, there are many factors at play. Whether you're strong enough to be able to resist though, and endure through those trials and temptations. And I am sure Jesus might have felt hurt, alone, sad, depressed, and even frustrated. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 says, For we do not have a high priest who was unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Verse 16 goes on to say, Let us then approach God's throne with grace, with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. There comes a time in everyone's life that you will be in need. As you can see, Jesus was prepared for the time of trial and temptation. And I pray that you are too. Well. I hope that this message has helped someone.